You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. I guess you could say this is the start of the weekend. And I'm going to be hanging out here with you all, everybody, for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you, yeah, you, everybody listening all over North America. I say thank you to you. So whether you're listening on your local affiliate, whether you're tuned in and locked in on the free Odyssey app, you might be listening right now on Sirius XM Channel 158, or you could be tuned in on a smart speaker. I say thank you. And over these next four hours, we're getting ready for the final week of the NFL season. We're getting ready for the College National Championship on Monday night. And then there's tons of other things just that are going on in the world of sports. We got you covered. There's some amazing basketball games going on, some amazing basketball performances. We even have news in Major League Baseball, Trevor Bauer basically getting the boot from the Dodgers. So there's there's a lot to get into. If you want to give me a holler, it's easy. We got a phone number here. It's real simple. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. At the same time, if you follow me on social media, at JR Sport Brief, you will already know everything that we are going to discuss. I mentioned a few of the things that we'll get into. There are a few more playoff spots that have yet to be decided in the NFL playoffs. You got the NFC, you got the AFC, you have two spots there. Uh, we got the Packers and the Lions, and and prime time on Sunday night. That might be a a winner take all matchup for you know who gets into or who claims uh, the final spot in the NFC, uh, the AFC. There's a whole lot that we're going to get into momentarily. The Bengals might not even well not might is not the word. The Bengals are not happy with what has taken place as to what their playoff scenario and situation might look like. And then we got a bunch of teams that are just trying to get the season over with. We got the Jets taking on the Dolphins. The Dolphins still have some playoff hopes. Uh, The Jets are trotting out Joe Flacco. It's just, it's a wild scenario, a wild situation. But let me start here. Why are we in this, this convoluted space right before the start of the playoffs, heading into the final week? We know it's, it's about, unfortunately, the accident that DeMar Hamlin suffered earlier this week. And it was beautiful news earlier today when we got another update that he was able to actually have his breathing tube removed and that he spoke with his teammates. That is an absolute awesome thing. After that, later on in the day, we learned that the NFL was actually going to make some rule adjustments to try to make things fair. Yeah, I I guess I could say fair as possible for the playoffs because the fact is the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals with their game canceled, they're going to play one less game than everybody else. And so for several of these teams, they're at a little bit of a disadvantage, but the Bengals might be at the, the largest of disadvantages. With the game cancellation last night, 
or yesterday, I should say, this was official. The Bengals have won the AFC North. But there are still so many permutations there that aren't fair for the Bengals. So the owners today decided on a few things. If the Bills or the Bengals go to the AFC Championship game, it'll be a neutral site game, which means it will not take place in Buffalo. It will not take place in Cincinnati. As a result, if this were to happen, the Bengals are on their way to playing seven home games, nine road games, and they would have a playoff home game taken away. Okay? There was already a rule in place before the owners voted today, and they basically said, okay, Neutral site if the Bills or Bengals get in. And then when you have Baltimore taking on the Bengals this Sunday, if the Ravens win, at this point, if they play again in the playoffs, it'll be determined by a coin flip because even though the the Bengals have played one less game, they would have been beaten twice by Baltimore. This gets real confusing. A lot of permutations here. Just understand this, folks. There's not a damn thing fair here for anybody. Are the Bengals at a disadvantage? The answer is yes. The NFL owners decided to change the rules to make things a little fair for everybody else, but there was not going to be a perfect system that was fair, especially when you had an accident. This is unprecedented. And yeah, sure, you could have kept the rules, but it didn't necessarily account for everything that was taking place between, I would say, the Ravens and the Bengals. That's a unique situation, especially if the Bengals lose. And so the Bengals were asked about this, specifically Jamar Chase, someone who, when he returned from injury, helped lead these Bengals on this charge into the playoffs that they've been on. Uh, Jamar Chase, not happy, uh, obviously happy about winning the AFC North, but not thrilled with these coin flip scenarios and losing home feet. Just like, take a listen. I'm just finding out right now. No, I didn't know that. I'm serious. Okay. Well, you're AFC North champs. Uh, if you win on So Sunday, we're not really champs yet. Well, if you, no, 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 you already are. If you win Sunday, you get home field advantage. Huh. If you lose Sunday, it's a coin flip. So who huh. plays home field, but you'll lose <laughs> three seeds. Hmm. Let's be I hope we win then. We gotta win regardless, right? What is like, That's what not is the only championship you're trying to get. Tell them that. Yeah. You got two more to go. <laughs> yeah, that's Joe Mixon in the back. That's not the only championship we're trying to get. Yeah, who cares? You win the AFC North and yeah, you should get a home game. But the fact is, this is this is very confusing. And how about this is the essence of football? Everybody wanted to get back to playing especially knowing that DeMar Hamlin is in much better condition, actually had a chance uh, to speak to his teammates today. Don't drive yourself crazy thinking about what could happen, what didn't happen. The owners decided to change the rules and do something that they figured was a little fairer, and I, I understand it. The Ravens went on Sunday they go to 11 and 6, the Bengals fall to 11 and 5, and they don't play 17 games. Okay, then you get a coin flip. If Cincinnati wins on Sunday against Baltimore, they improve their record to 12 and 5, and it'll be regular scheduling. So just go out there and win the game even though technically 
You've already won the AFC North. And so the Bengals aren't happy because, A, the rule was changed. They're not happy because technically they won the AFC North already, but there's not necessarily a guarantee that they get a home game. It comes down to a coin flip. And and if this game was already locked up, the Bengals could have rested their players and still known that they would have had home field advantage. And so when you think about all the teams that are involved here, from the Bills and Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati, this affects the Bengals more. I would say secondarily, the Kansas City Chiefs are in a unique position and scenario. They're also affected because it really doesn't matter what happens. There's a good chance, a good chance, that if the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals advance to the AFC championship game, it will be in a neutral site. And so Kansas City, unless they're playing a surprise team, I don't know, let's say the Chargers or maybe the Ravens. Yeah, I don't know about that. We don't know the status ever really of Lamar Jackson. There's a very good chance that the AFC title game is going to take place in a neutral site that the NFL has yet to decide or at least not share with anybody publicly yet. And so things are very confusing. But understand this. There's nothing fair. Nothing has ever been fair. There was always going to be a team. There was always going to be somebody who got the short end of the stick. And I want to commend one of our callers earlier this week. He pretty much said, hey, the way you make things fair or even, and this was in terms of a, a makeup game, I believe, he was just like, hey, you got to play the game at a neutral site. And he was spot on. And so here we are. We have to get through the games tomorrow. The Chiefs will take on the Raiders. Uh, we got to get through the games on Sunday. The Bills and the Patriots, they take each other on at 1 p.m. The same time as Baltimore and the Bengals, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then we got to let the chips fall where they may. How about in two days? I don't think anybody will be, you know, complaining or whining about, you know, what's fair and what's not fair. When you step out onto the football field, you do what you need to do. And pretty much that's that's go out there and win and not complain. Thinking about a coin flip isn't going to help you win the football game. And I think we all have to, you know, kind of keep this in perspective here. There's a reason why we're in this position and in this spot. And the Bengals can be upset about the rule change. and The Bengals cannot like the coin flip possibility. Uh, but the circumstances that this man is still alive, forget about it. Go out there and whoop ass. Who cares about your seven home games? Who cares about your nine road games? Who cares about the possibility that you might have a playoff home game taken away from you by a coin flip? Get over it. Y'all just went to the Super Bowl, right? Nobody expected you to go there last year, right? You have an opportunity to go there again? Isn't this the type of story that people want? The Bengals had the underdog story last season. They were getting their ass whooped early this year with no Jamar. Ride that wave. Professional athletes are always looking for for motivation. Always looking for the chip on the shoulder. Always looking for the it's us against them, it's me against the world mentality. And, well, the Bengals got it right now. I don't think any of this will change 
you know, the seedings or not the seedings. I don't think any of this will change, you know, what the playoffs will look like. The Bills, Kansas City, and Cincinnati are the top teams and have been the top teams over the past several weeks, past month in the AFC. And that's through a couple of ups and downs, especially with, with Buffalo and then especially with Cincinnati and, until they've, they've gotten hot. Chargers are going to surprise some people? I don't know. Chargers always find a way to lose. Are we expecting Baltimore to make some noise in the playoffs? Eh, probably not. Are you going to trust the health of Lamar Jackson? Are we supposed to trust Greg Roman? If you're a fan of the Ravens, do you trust Greg Roman? The answer is no. They're putting flyers outside of the, the Ravens facility asking for this dude to get fired. The top three isn't going to change. And so whether we have to witness games in Cincinnati, Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City, or I don't know, Indianapolis maybe, you know, indoor stadium probably, I don't think that's going to have a major impact on which one of these three teams who are favored will potentially go to the Super Bowl. And so I say, everybody, get over it. I really do. Hey, Shep, what do you think about all of this this reshuffling around? I'm like, I understand anybody not being happy or getting the short end of the stick, but special circumstances, the world will go on. I mean, JR, to your point, like, this is one of those things where no one's going to win. No one's going to be completely happy. It is completely unprecedented what took place the Bengals need to understand that the, the, the brotherhood, uh, a Trump's a playoff seed, Trump's home field advantage in the divisional round or, or the conference title round. And you know what? You had a 24-year-old who absolutely overachieved, was at one point the leading tackler of the Buffalo Bills, the number one seed in the AFC, and he was fighting for his life, and he almost didn't make it. Just be grateful you get to play this game, you get to play competitively, and let's all just move on. Yeah. We, we, got, we got the me against the world scenario. Uh, now that we're actually back to football, you know, the Bengals, uh, they're, feeling, they're feeling cheated. You can look at the Bengals social media. The Bengals social media pretty much said, hey, it's okay. We, we, we got this next. So, you know, everybody always looks for the leg up. They look for the motivating factor. And the, the Cincinnati Bengals have certainly found it uh, right now. I mean, on their own social media earlier today when the rules were changed, uh, they decided to to tweet out like, hey, anyways, dot, 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 bring on the Ravens. And that's that's the approach. But we didn't need the anyways. Just bring on the Ravens. And then if you play them in the playoffs again in the wild card round, beat them. Beat them at home. Uh, beat them in Baltimore. And try to go back to the divisional round. And then try to go back to the AFC championship. Just keep it rolling. The Bengals are a good team. I don't think this is an issue that will slow them down. But whatever motivates you, go ahead and and, and take it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about the NFL owners switching up these rules? Does it – well, it is a detriment to the Bengals, but is it fair? I mean, you could say if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, that it's not fair. Kansas City Chiefs might pick up another victory this season. The, the Chiefs might finish the year 
at 14-3. and three. They might go to the AFC Championship game and have to play in Indianapolis. Life ain't fair, folks. What do you think about the playoff changes? What do you think about the owners just switching it up? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, We're going to talk about that. I'll talk to you. I want to get into the Jaguars. Yes, the Jaguars. We have the college football playoff. We have oh, 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 so much. But before we do that, a matter of fact, give me a second here. I want to go ahead and make sure we have all of this together for you. One second. I'm very JR. I'm still very excited. I'm not going to lie about about, about the what? Bengals. Just because because you have the three best quarterbacks on planet Earth playing in this game, um, in this conference. And you know what? We're going to get great football regardless. You mean what for for oh in the AFC? Yeah. And you know what, Joe Joe Mixon, man. You know he he belongs in boxing as much trash talk as he does. But you, I'm a I'm a little shocked and surprised that they've decided to take this approach. Man. I am too, and that's what you said last night. Because you, you had made it clear. You said, look, the reality of the NFL being what it is, they are probably going to find a way to make up this game somehow. Yeah, and it's not even – they didn't make it up. They just said, look, to have a neutral field and to have to flip a coin is, is, is not fair, especially since they're quote-unquote uh, the winners. But life isn't fair, and that's a lesson I think everybody is pretty much taught when you're a kid. And if you happen to be in your 20s and you're a professional athlete and you haven't learned that life isn't fair yet, wake up. It's not what it is. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side, but I got something special to share with you. Take a listen to this. If you're looking to save time and money in the new year, get HelloFresh and take control of the clock and your budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Spend less time in the kitchen with new fast and fresh recipes like falafel power rolls or Southwest pork and bean burritos, each packed with flavor and ready in just 15 minutes. With over 35 weekly recipes and 70 seasonal and convenience items, there's always something new to try. And pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step instructions make it easy to whip up a tasty meal right at home. This year, skip that extra trip to the market, cut back on takeout, and get HelloFresh delivered instead. At 25% cheaper than takeout, HelloFresh is the easiest and most delicious way to save. Start the year off right with a great deal on America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 22 free meals plus free shipping with code SPORTBRIEF22 at HelloFresh.com SPORTBRIEF22. That's code SPORTBRIEF22 at HelloFresh.com slash SPORTBRIEF22. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. 
It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And I need you to follow me. Pay attention. Just try and pay attention. Try to understand. We know after the events this week that the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals will play one less game than everyone else in the NFL. We know that. As a result, the Cincinnati Bengals, who will be taking on the Ravens this Sunday, they've already won the AFC North. But they might have won the AFC North, quote-unquote, by percentage points and technicality. If the Cincinnati Bengals lose to the Ravens on Sunday, they will still have won the AFC North. They played one less game and they got beat by the Ravens twice. And so should the Cincinnati Bengals be put in a position, having played one less game to, you know, be a a better position in the playoffs or half home field. We don't know what would have happened in that game on Monday. And so typically in the NFL rule book, it would have been strictly decided by percentage points. But the NFL owners and the competition committee today, they voted to adjust that. They made two adjustments that if the Bills or the Bengals happen to go to the AFC championship game, that there's a good chance that it will take place at a neutral site because we don't know what would have happened in this past weekend's games. And also, as it relates directly to the Bengals and the Ravens, if Cincinnati loses, we'll go ahead Hold on, I got to look here. There's so much going on, damn it. If Cincinnati wins, it'll be regular scheduling. If Baltimore beats them twice, at that point, it will be a coin flip as to whether or not who gets home field in the wild card round. That's if, if the Bengals and Ravens take each other on. Do you follow me? Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The ultimate point here is there wasn't going to be a system that was going to be fair. Like, that's just what it is. The situation and why we're in this situation wasn't fair at all this past Monday to someone who almost lost their life or maybe lost it and regained it. And so everybody just has to suck it up. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is here from Green Bay. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. Man, your show's excellent every night. You're based in Atlanta, right? Yes, I am. So please go to the varsity and have a chili dog on me. Oh, no, no. You go to the varsity when you come here? Yeah. No, I got, man, that's tourist food. Nobody wants to eat that. (laughs) No, I could think of a million better places. No. So I'm watching you there at the chalkboard and trying to diagram this thing out for us. Okay. And, you know, most of it makes sense to me. I don't quite understand the neutral site thing because whether it's a game lost by the Bills and the Bengals or not, I still don't understand why you take that away from that city, the revenues of that city, the hotels. But let me just say this. I love the NFL. I love how much you guys cover it. So Monday night, Maybe the worst possible crisis this league could have is losing a player like that. But thank God for the great EMTs. Mm-hmm. 
let's face it, the patient's a 24-year-old professional athlete. And by the grace of God, today we're talking about him communicating with his fans. It looks like he's going to pull out. And that's, that's, that's a wonderful miracle. But there's nobody like the National Football League who can take a crisis like that and then tweak it a little bit. And it's, it's not as if that they were the lead story in the news for two or three days. Mm-hmm. But now they've got us talking about, you know, what are they going to do with the system? They, they are just masters at taking a crisis like that and turning into something even bigger for interest and chatter. And every, that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah, it's the, it's the good it's and the bad about the NFL because I could think about a whole lot of, of terrible things that have taken place in the and, NFL. Here's a, here's a situation. The biggest threat for the NFL as a business is that as we move from we move from our generation to younger generations is that interest wanes for some of the same issues that we just saw on on Monday. Uh, whether it is someone potentially losing their life on the field, regardless of how or the circumstance. So it could be a bodily injury. It could be a head injury. Uh, we, we saw what took place with Alex Smith. And so unless the NFL continues to change rules, of which it has done throughout its history, rules have changed and plays have changed over the past 10 and 15 years. Think about the, the kickoff. Think about targeting. We've had rule changes where people go. Think about earlier this year. We had whole conversations about whether or not you could even hit the quarterback or the referees are being too soft. And then we have a circumstance like Monday. And so the NFL's biggest threat is that 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now that we have a smarter generation who goes, I ain't playing that crap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they, they know how to drum up the interest. You're, you're correct there, Mike. Well, and to me, though, you know, there better be some more uh, self-scouting, if you will, of the NFL and its operations. The players brought up the point that a kid like Tamar, he's, he's two years into the league. He's got to go three years and three games before he's eligible for benefits. Yes, his pension. And so they're, they're not always Alex Smith stories, right? Correct. There's, well, there's I... ones that we don't know about that got hurt in football and their life was changed forever. Correct. Well, we, we know it's a, a risky business. Thank you, Mike, for calling up from Green Bay. I'm, I'm almost certain that he will be taken care of, whether it's the seven-plus million dollars that has been raised. Uh, he's going to be fine. I'm sure, I'm sure the Buffalo Bills will put him on payroll or whatever the case might be. I'm, I'm certain he will be okay. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to KP. He's calling up from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, hello. Good evening. Good Thank evening, KP. What's on your mind? Well, first I want to I wanna say that I agree with the cancellation in the game and with the situation that took place at the time. I mean, it would have been just heartless for the NFL to do anything else other than um, move forward from that situation at the time being. The game should not have been played, and uh, prayers out to the family and the whole NFL fan base and everybody that's praying for DeMar because um, when he took that blow, the whole the whole world took a blow. Sure. Um, talk but to, to, talk to forward, me about now. But to move forward from that, I feel like, um, um, you know, we hear 
the Kansas, we hear the Cincinnati Bengals fan base. They're whining because, um, you know, they feel like that, you know, because of the adjustment that everything was unfair to them. And, you know, um, to be honest here, just like you were speaking in the earlier segment, who really knows what would have happened if that game would have played out against Buffalo. And there's a very, very good chance, and I'm sure you would agree, that they could have lost that game to Buffalo. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. They're two great teams. Absolutely. So that was the big game. Everybody was waiting to see. Drum roll, Cincinnati and Buffalo. It's going to be a slugfest. Who's going to win the game? Two great quarterbacks, two good defenses, two great wide receivers. Let's see what's going to happen, right? But sitting in the wings was the Baltimore Ravens, who um, who were um, on Cincinnati's heels. We already beat them once already. And we were waiting to see what would have happened at that game because, of course, we became the, the greatest Buffalo Bills fans in the world that night. The game didn't the game didn't finish, and I understand why. And we never got to see the result of that game. As a result, we have to play Buff. We have to play Cincinnati. Well, well, well KP, in the interest of time, uh, we all know what took place. What is your ultimate point? You my are you point telling is, Bengals is that, fans to relax? Is, What's your point? point? That, my point is that we keep stating that Cincinnati ultimately were handed the division, but to me, that was unfair to Baltimore. And the process uh, and the readjustment is unfair to Baltimore because now, even if we do beat them twice, and we have to get a coin coin flip of getting a home game. Sure. Well, I think this is what it boils down to. They looked at the initial strength of, of the win percentage and where that stood, and then I think we also have to look at it from an overall perspective. Who's the hot team and who's not? I, the records don't mean hot or not. I didn't. I didn't. No, KP. Thing. I didn't. I didn't ask you that. I, you, if you know okay, the answer. The hot team, the hot team is, is the hot team is Cincinnati, but Baltimore's won five. No, I don't, no, 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 no. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you for an. I didn't ask you for an attachment. I want you to give me a straight answer with no attachments. It's two simple answers. You ready for them? Yeah. Okay. Who's the hot team that has one name? Say it. Cincinnati. Who's the team that's not hot? Say it. Baltimore. Not okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. What, and that's no, the, no, no, no. I, I, I said no attachment. Okay. That's what. It, that's what it boils down to. And now I want to come to a reality. I understand what you're saying because it's valid. The Baltimore Ravens will probably go to the playoffs. They will probably, I don't know, win or lose and then limp out. Wouldn't you say that's probably the highest probability? Depending on what my quarterback, if my quarterback uh, comes back. Yeah. Well, if, if, yeah. If, if this and that and that, the last time I saw the quarterback, in the, well, they didn't go last year because he was hurt. I wish your team luck. I want them to get over the hump. I just don't know when it's going to happen. I appreciate you, KP. Thank you, man. Thank you. How you call me and, and be upset at, at the situation not being – your team sucks right now. I'm sorry. Who has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl right now? Is it the Bengals or the Ravens? The Ravens are treading water by itself. Is that a trick question? It sounds funny. I should say it again, right? <laughs> like, come on, man. The Ravens? Guys are asking for the offensive coordinator to be fired today. Roger Goodell actually spoke. Yeah, the boss, the one that some people wanted to hear from this week. Well, he spoke, and he said, look, folks, 
we tried our best to make this as fair as possible. Listen to what he said. We believe this is a focused approach that would only affect four teams and directly address the potential for competitive inequity resulting from 30 teams playing 17 games and two playing 16 games. It was critical for the owners to vote today so that clubs know going into this weekend what they're playing for. Yeah, just make it make it simple. And that's what they did. If you're a good team, you're a good team. You win anywhere. If you're a good team, you won't make excuses and bellyache. And, yes, that's part of what the Bengals are doing. Part of it is bellyaching. The other part of it is, is motivation. I get it. Just go play the games. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We have more callers who have more thoughts and ideas on what took place with the playoff scenarios. 855-212-4CBS. We'll take your calls. I want to talk to you about a team that's surprisingly almost in the playoffs. The Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about the college football championship. TCU isn't supposed to be where they're at. We got a lot to do. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4cbs that's 855-212-4227 it is the jr sport brief show here on cbs sports radio but we got a lot of folks some who are okay with the you know the changes for the playoffs some people who are just like it's not fair you're damn right it's not fair there wasn't going to be a perfect there is no perfect scenario There isn't one. The Bengals are at a disadvantage. Yes, that's correct. One of our callers from Baltimore brought up another point about this being incorrect or not fair. He's like, hey, if we beat the Bengals twice and we whooping on their ass all season, then, you know, why do we have to go to a coin flip? Well, let's be honest. Uh, The Bengals, not the Bengals, excuse me, the Ravens need every advantage possible because the Ravens right now are just – they like flapping around with one wing. They need everything that they could get. And so there is no perfect scenario. And the owners did what they did because they can, they own, and they changed the rules. It happens under unique circumstances. And when I say unique, that's probably not even an accurate description. Hopefully once in a lifetime circumstances. I'm going to take more of your calls here at the top of the hour we're going to talk some college football. My main man, Emery Hunt from CBS Sports HQ, is going to join us. But let's talk to you. 855-212-4CBS. Larry is here from Houston. How you doing, JR? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I have the only, I think, semi-fair outcome to do this. Instead of making it all complicated, why don't they just flip a coin to decide who won out of the Bills and Bengals? And have DeMar call it. That uh, way, no other team except for them two is affected. If they're going to yeah. flip a coin anyways. 
that's that's not fair. You you would be handing one team an L and one team a loss. That's not fair either. Well, well, right now, don't they both have losses? Right now, I, no. In, that in game general, doesn't. You know I mean? like, the game doesn't. The game did not take place. That they're they're short a game, and so the NFL that's has. What I mean. Don't. Yeah, but it's one ahead, thing to it's one thing to not have played a game, and it's another thing to just automatically hand one team a loss and one team a victory due to a coin flip. They're going to play the games that are available to them and are in front of them, and the NFL is moving ahead with the notion of, well, we do not know what the result of that game would have been, and so as a result, with the games that will be played on Sunday, we'll try to move ahead in the best way possible there. And most of that really has to do and deal with uh, the Bengals and, and the Ravens and what their interactions have been like throughout the course of the season and what the game might end up being on Sunday. And even that is not ideal, but it's just the closest I think we'll get. Okay. Yeah, because the reason I was asking is, right as of right this second, Cincinnati has to win this week to get home field, correct? Yes, Cincinnati has to win to, to maintain home field and then keep regular scheduling, yes. Okay, so if they would have lost to the Bills and they won, they would still get, the, they would still get their home field, correct? I don't, I don't know, man. I'd have to look that up. If they lost to the Buffalo Bills this Sunday or this past yes, Monday? And then, and then won this week. Yes, sir, and then won this week. I think the first Wouldn't thing would have been – I don't scenario? I think the, the next thing up in line would have been whether or not they won the AFC North. And at that point, it then would have been decided against Baltimore. But that's not the case because the game didn't happen. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's not as if, you know, we're flipping a coin. And thank you, Larry, for calling from Houston. You just you can't flip a coin and give one team an L and give it a victory. Now, that, that I've never seen in the NFL. I don't, that I don't think is fair. Just play the games that you can play. I don't know if we want to leave the actual games to chance. That's not what the NFL is doing. The NFL is flipping a coin to see where the games will take place. Let's go to California and talk to Barry. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hi, JR. What's going on with you? Well, I, I, think, the, I think the game should have been ruled a tie. Okay. Neither team played bad, and both teams are having a great year. So, Correct me think, if I'm wrong, and I have to put my thinking cap on for this. Maybe I'm not qualified for such. Wouldn't rendering the game a tie have put us in the same position that we're in right now where the game wasn't even played? No, because either both teams would have got a half a game. Okay, okay Barry. You, you need to feed – yeah, I'm sorry, Barry. Shep, he said if, if we would have rendered the game a tie – then both teams would have did what in their respect? Like, the Buffalo Bills are already in running the whole ship. It, it would right. have had more of an right. effect on the Bengals. Right, right. Yeah, I, I guess the dog agreed. <laughs> yeah, either that or he needs to feed the dog or right. take it out. Now, JR, to your point and the caller's point, the previous call, if the Bengals, in theory, would have lost this game, and you said it in your monologue, obviously the Ravens, if they were to win in Week 18 – are going to have the advantage because that makes them a 2-0 and division record against the Bengals, and they would both finish tied at 11, uh, or excuse me, it would actually be, yeah. It would uh, be 11 and 5. 11-6. Uh, and six. Yes, each. 11-6, yes. Yeah. So because the Bengals the Ravens, would have lost yeah. at that one game. They would have had 
two more on their their ledger. They only right. have they're eleven and four right now. So right. two more losses would have made them even, and Baltimore would have beaten them twice. Correct. Exactly. So I hope that answers that that caller who was who was asking about a seven different questions in that series of one call. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, well, if we would have. He wanted to flip a right. he wanted to flip right. a coin to see who won or lost to like hand over a win or a loss. Yeah, I'm with you. But but Jer, I mean the the bottom line is like don't you think that like Zach Taylor and such is like, you know what? We're just lucky that this individual, 24-year-old Demar Hamlet is still alive. And if the players want to chatter amongst themselves and uses his bold, you know, bulletin board material, I'm all well and good with that. Uh, but 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 you know what? The NFL dodged a bullet. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Yeah, it's a little surprising that the the Bengals spoke up publicly about this, but they're they're entitled. Tony is calling from Boston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jr. I, I heard you last segment say that if you're good, then home field don't matter. Uh, I'm gonna take you back to last year, the greatest game of last year, KC versus Buffalo. And if you remember the 13 seconds, uh. Patrick Mahomes yelled out to Kelsey, and they had home field advantage. He said, "Kelsey, do it." I don't know, you know. He, I think he went on a slant route, and and the the pass was thrown to Kelsey. So home field does does well, matter. Well, well, let me let me let me let me be clear. I say I understand home field matters. I can give you a million reasons. Please don't don't take me uh, so so literally. Of course, home field matters. We can look all throughout sports, whether you want to talk about noise or role players or comfort. Of course, home field matters. My point is, when the whistle blows, go out there and bust ass. You can only control what you can control. So whether you happen to be playing at home or whether you happen to be playing on the road, whether you happen to be playing in Indianapolis or Siberia, you can only control what you can control. And that was my ultimate point. Does that help provide some clarity? Yeah, it provides some clarity. But wouldn't you agree that Joe Burrow and Josh Allen both went in to Arrowhead and they kicked Patrick? Well, no, 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 no. Let's that that's that's irrelevant. You said some clarity. How is that irrelevant? No, you no. I'm asking you. I gave you something that was very cut and dry. You said it provided some clarity. Why did what I say not provide full clarity? Well, because you kind of you you kind of said you know in your last segment that home field don't matter if you're good well, you're good. Tony, home field Google, definitely matters. Yeah, hold on, I mean, Go- when, shut up. Google literal and figurative, and then we'll have this conversation on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> 